Welcome back to the 48-Minute Podcast. I am joined today by my brother-in-law, Jacob Mayo. Jacob is a husband, a maybe a potential soon-to-be father. No one really knows yet. He's a thrifter, a cameraman for Buck Commander, an avid hunter, um, ex or former collegiate baseball player. Really, he's, he has a long list, and he's just a good friend. So I'm happy to have Jacob on the podcast today. What's up? What's up? Uh, I don't know what to say off that. <laughs> say, what uh, What out of all those things do you feel the most like proud to be? Probably a husband for sure. Yeah, because like at the end of the day, you can strip all that stuff away. But I, I'm a husband still at the end of the day, and I love serving my wife and like doing that. It's a new yeah. journey I'm on, and it's coming up on a year this Sunday. There you go. So it's good. It's good. So if you don't know, Jacob also is a like I said, he's a thrifter. He has general vintage, which. That's kind of like your thing. So what, yeah. you know, what's the backstory with that and kind of how, how have you really gotten into in, into thrifting? Uh, so like the backstory is like, so like you said, I'm a washed up baseball player. So now, Hey, give yourself some credit. You were good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was solid. I wasn't bad, but I'm a washed up baseball player. But so I was playing baseball. Uh, the last year I was playing, me and Bella started dating and I had like no way to make money. I was obviously poor. If you play college baseball, most kids are poor. Like, not poor, but you go, I mean, they don't have any you way just to just had any big NIL deals? Yeah, it wasn't like that. Actually, that wasn't even legal when I played. Really? Yeah, that got like, the. I think that was the last year, like at the end of the last year I was playing, like that got. Like, you could have been a buck commander NIL baseball player. I thought about that. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. They'd pay me some money. Some money. <laughs> no, but I'm just playing. But no, so like <laughs> me and Bella started dating and I didn't have any money yeah. to like take her on dates and stuff. So I was like, man, I got to figure yeah. this out. So like. I had a bunch of clothes. I've always been into like fashion and stuff. And so I was like, well, some of this stuff I don't wear. So I was like, let me just try and sell some of it. And so I sold some of it. And like, I was like, oh, this is the thing. Like, I like doing this. It's fun to find this stuff. So I just yeah. started selling stuff. And I was like, well, this pays for yeah. going on dates and like hanging out and getting ice cream, coffee, food, yeah. like whatever. So I was like, let's just go with this. So I just kept doing it and it just turned into what it is now and got into the vintage scene. And yeah. It's been really good. Do you feel like, what are your thoughts on playing travel baseball growing up? Honestly, we talked about this the other day. Uh, Honestly, if I could go back, I probably wouldn't like wish to do the travel baseball like I did. Like it was as intensive as you did. Yeah, as as intensive. Like travel baseball was good, but I think it it also burns you out too. As a kid, you're traveling every weekend. Like yeah, you're always in a hotel. Yeah, and like. You're playing seven games on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. You're just getting worn out, and you're putting a lot of miles on your body yeah. like in the sport, whatever yeah, you're playing. Sure. So I just think, like me and Bella were also talking about this the other day. Yeah, I've been to so many places and cities playing baseball, but I've never like discovered yeah. the city. Like I would, like I feel like you go to a hotel, yeah. you play baseball, yeah. you go back, you swim in the pool, you find the local movie theater, you find a local movie theater, five guys, you call Domino's, like it. you know that's yeah. it, that's a life. And then your coach is like, no fun, no swimming no, pools. Sure. And so I feel like it's so serious to yeah. a game that's meant to be so fun, yeah, and not like supposed to be taken to that level yeah. at that time of your life, yeah. And I like also me and Bella were talking about it. Like during COVID was the first time I'd really sat back and yeah. not had like baseball on the forefront of my mind, like having yeah. to do this every day. And like I kind of just sat back, took it all in and was like, man, there's so much more to life than just like yeah. going to the cages, hitting, For lifting sure. weights, staying in shape. 
and don't get me wrong, like that's good and like yeah. it has all its pluses to that, but also there's just so much more to life for than sure. that for me. And I feel like that was an idol in my life. Yeah. So it's just good to like take a step back and like see that there was more to life. Yeah. And like just playing tennis with y'all or basketball yeah. and everything, like it just was really good yeah. for me. It just became not fun. Yeah, for sure. And don't get me wrong, like baseball was great. I love yeah. all the experiences I had and everything. But like looking back, taking a step back from baseball and seeing the grand scheme of things and experiences that other people had, not that I'm like envious or jealous, but I was like, there was just more things I could have like put my hands into instead of yeah. just like, so I got like yeah. one way track mind. Like I yeah. was on this train and it was only for baseball. And like, I missed out on a lot of things that I could have yeah. been a part of. You well, know? And because you put, you put so much emphasis on something like that. But then again, like if it's, if, if it's in God's plan, yeah, you could have gotten recruited from the high school yeah. or you could have gone to one perfect game yeah. and you could have saved yourself four summers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, so a lot of times, you know, we do all these things like for training, for practice, but yeah. at the same time, a lot of the goal is to get recruited, but then you end up like hitting 150 that summer. Yeah. And then you end up like hurting yourself worse rather yeah. than if you were like just taking the summer off and like hung yeah. out with your family. Yeah. So you, I think so many times we like put so much emphasis on that. And then now we're both just two washed up ex baseball players yeah. playing in church league softball. But yeah. we are we are super good at church league softball. Yeah, hey, we are pretty good. I can actually say that I'm actually pretty good at We that. won. We we won last year. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna repeat. Yeah, we'll probably repeat. I think only our team's gotten better. Yeah. So I mean, we got our first year under our belt. It was the first time me and you played softball. Yeah. It was we're, really fun. We uh yeah, we were like a bunch of 20, 25 year olds who like played baseball and some of the kids on well, the team can't still some of our kids Astros. some of our kids still play. Yeah, we have yeah, we have, we have one guy on our team who's like in his maybe he's maybe seventy in his sixties. He looks seventy, he, he, but I he, think he kind of he kind of skews the uh, the graph a little bit. Yeah, but we're playing playing against a bunch of like forty year olds, and yeah. I think it was just it really wasn't fair last year because we were all super young, yeah. super in, super in shape. But it's still super fun. It was it was super fun. We had we had a few moments where where, where some teams got mad because we took it a little too seriously, but whatever. That's what makes it fun. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, so you love training yourself physically. You yeah. played college baseball. You love yeah. to run. You love to work yeah. out. Um, you kind of took some time off. Hunting yeah. season was yeah. was 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 a few months ago. Uh-huh. You're married now. Mm-hmm. Um, you just helped film a movie. Yeah. Um, so kind of, what are you hoping to get back into into training? And and what what styles do you enjoy doing the most? So I, before I get into that, I'll take it back a little bit. I've done every type of working out that like you could do. I guess not like a P90X like video workouts, yeah, yeah. but like I've done your CrossFit, I've done the body bodybuilding, I've done like calisthenics, calisthenics. I guess. I've done just straight up running. Have you done hot yoga? I have done that. We did that really? for baseball I've never for done some it. reason. Brett, Brett Phillips, the guy on my podcast a few, few weeks ago, loves it. I mean, didn't you do yoga with us when we went to uh, Calamigos yeah, Ranch? Not, that was no hot yoga. I, no, 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 no. I'm just saying yoga. And yeah. then we did it in, so, we're both in so, Jackson Hole. Are you Hall. flexible? I can't Relatively. Remember. I'm not flexible at all. I would not Terribly say I'm, flexible. Yeah, I would not say I'm super flexible, but I can do some things. But I would like anything. to do hot yoga. That's the one thing I've never we really set did. that up. We should. We should just go in a sauna and schedule some schedule somebody to come train us. That would be kind of fun. All right, I, I, back to what you're talking about. So, like, I've done it all. And I guess, like, the best thing that I want to get back into, I'm all about, and you know, this functional fitness. Yeah. Like, I think it's cool for people that work out and enjoy to work out, you know, lift heavy weights. And I've done that. And I've been blessed by God to have natural strength and that type of stuff. But I think for me, the best thing I want to do is just be functionally fit. Yeah. Like when it comes to just 
I was never good at like pull-ups and push-ups and stuff when I was younger yeah. and I was never really fast. So I think that's what really intrigued me into like running. I never really like liked running, Yeah. but I just thought it would be so cool to get into something that I kind of like didn't like, yeah. but just like really like tried to like. Yeah. So like at the end of my baseball career, I started getting into like long distance running. Yeah. And it like really sucked, but yeah. like I kind of liked the suck. Cause like when you get done and all comes like, to like the end, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm okay. Yeah. Like, I'm good. But you like, feel like that's the most challenging for you? Like, long Yeah, dude, I love it. Like, it's it's just like, you're really fighting yourself. And I was really, I was running the other day and I was thinking about this. It like, it just applies to life so much too. Cause like, it's just like you and I'm going to say pavement, but it's really just whatever you're running on. I just feel like it's just like life. Cause you have to keep putting your feet on the ground. The ground's not going to get any softer. Like life's not going to get any softer for you. And you just have to keep like pushing off of it. Yeah. Like just keep going. Like, and you're going to want to stop so many times and you're going to want to quit and you're going to be yeah. like, my shins are hurting from pushing so hard. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like life ain't going to get any easier for you. Yeah. So you just got to keep going. Yeah. And so like, I feel like that's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. So. And, and because we're, we're really responsible you know, for our own actions, you know, yeah, like for, sure. for our own discipline. Nick, Nick yeah. Barris on the podcast last week, and that's what he talked about. Like one reason he loves running is like you create your own disciplines. You yeah. Know? You yeah. create your own motivations and you have goals that you set, but you're responsible for achieving them. You know, for sure. like you said, with running, the pavement doesn't move. You're not running on like a conveyor belt. No. You know, it's not going to help you go there faster. You're, no. you're responsible for how, how fast you're going to get there yeah. and for all those things. like, like you said, life's static. It's 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 there, and you're responsible for keeping like for, for you, for it. Yeah, like you're in control. Yeah. Of what you can endure, like yeah. whatever that is, like whether it's three miles, and you're telling yourself you want to go a little bit further, yeah. or like, or you want to stop at two and a half because you can't go any further. Yeah. Like, it's just like life. Yeah. You get to choose what you can endure. Yeah. And not. Are you so, are you better get back into into distance running? Or are you gonna go? Hit yeah, the you you you've, you've taken some time off the gym. Yeah, I don't think I've been in the gym before hunting season. Uh, actually, we went. We I worked the last time. Yeah, I was in the gym. we worked, we worked the like twice out in the Dominican, but yeah. no, I hadn't hit the gym. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably hit the gym some, but yeah. I'm not trying to really get it all big and bulky. I'm already you need pretty to cancel stocky. your membership at the wellness then. No, I need to keep it enough. I need to go get up in there. Do you like running on a treadmill or on on treadmill on, on the earth? Treadmill is not for your boy. Not for your boy. If you weigh one ninety plus and you're on a treadmill, it sounds really wonky, and you feel like you're gonna break. Do you know it. what I think is the most difficult thing? That salt runner. Uh, I'm so bad at that thing. Yeah, but you know what I do like what? the salt bike. I'm a salt. I love the I'm, salt a, I'm a very big fan of the I'm salt. I'm a big bike. fan of the salt bike. Yeah. The salt bike and a rower will be in the home in my, in my home gym when I make yeah. it. Yeah, but yeah, the salt runner. I just can't. I can't do it. I've like got on it, but I've never like ran long distance on it. It's but tough. I've just been fun to like try and run fast, you know. Because I feel like it, it's it's like supposed it's simulating like what it actually feels like to run. You know? Yeah, for sure. But I'm for like sure. I swear I'm running faster than what this thing is telling yeah, me. Yeah, running. for sure. It's like it's like eight minute mile, and I'm like, bro, I swear I'm like I'm at least <sighs> six thirty right now. Yeah, like there's crazy. no way. Yeah, like, there's no way this thing is this slow. For sure. But. Yeah. I don't know, but you, your your family also is strong. Like Trace is strong. Yeah, my brother's really he's super strong. So dude. peak peak strength. Who is stronger, you or Trace? Uh, Trace. Probably. Really? I, I mean, I, I mean, he says I he, I am, but like I will say, like I was lifting heavyweight in middle school. Uh-huh. That dude was pushing weight. In really? Middle school, like yeah, like that dude did powerlifting in high school. Trace too. is stocky though. Dude, he's built. He's he's definitely got the gladiator genes. He does. Yeah, that dude's lifted a lot of heavy yeah. weight. I don't know. Trace is strong. I don't know. It's just in the family. We're just thick bone, you know? Trace is strong. Well, not only are we super similar um, 
you know, physically, I feel like our faith journeys are super similar. We, uh, we are two son-in-laws to the Robertson family. Um, and before, uh, really becoming spiritual, we both kind of walked our, our fine line of reckless living. For sure. Um, so for you, you know, when you started dating Bella, what, what, was your faith like growing up and kind of what was that pivotal? Because I was, I was there with you on, with, with that Bible said that we had with Willie that day. Yeah. So for you, what do you think was it that shifted your mindset of like, I've been a quote unquote Christian, yeah. but there's no fruit to now I'm like diligently following Jesus and I'm going to actually make a change in my life. So are you saying like, what is yeah. the difference from what I was doing yeah, to what I changed? Like for you, like, for you, like, what what do you think really opened your eyes to see your sin and like need of repentance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna get there. Let me give you a little backstory. Give me back on this backstory on this Bible study I had with Willie and Christian, and also my sister. And yeah, you were kind of thrown in the fire on this. Yeah, one. dude, I was thrown in the fire. So it was was it COVID into COVID? It was during COVID. It was during COVID. Yeah, so like COVID. during COVID, I lived like a mile from Bella's house, which is. Willie and Corey's house and we were hanging out during COVID and stuff and I told my sister yeah like I was trying to get more involved you know gets people around me that like follow Jesus so I could have that be poured into my life and stuff so she was like I was like she was doing Bible studies with Willie and I was like oh I want to come like let me come uh-huh. and she was like oh Willie said come Wednesday six o'clock come in there and I'm like all right cool like, I can't wait to go so I pull up like 5 55 I get there I go sit down I'm in there like five minutes early and like Willie's in there, and he's got this. There's like a, in the side of the room. There's a, a huge whiteboard. A huge whiteboard. He's got his little expo deal, and the dude just starts like asking me questions. Like, Jacob did not know that this Bible study was curate, cur- curated to target him specifically. He, oh, thought, he it, thought he thought he was just walking out on a fun Bible study. Yeah, but he was in the hot seat. Yeah, he, I was he like, did, he didn't know it. Yeah, I come in here like, man, I'm gonna learn a little bit, a little about uh, new scripture, get a little new perspective. You know, this is gonna be good stuff. A good, good new step forward. And so I get in there, and I'm just like, he just starts talking. I'm, and if you know me, I'm pretty vulnerable. Like, if you start talking to me, like I have no problem opening up and sharing like my life or whatever that looks like or whatever we're talking about. Yeah, I feel like I'm a very open person. So I get in there, he starts grilling me, like asking me questions, but I'm like, it's okay. I mean, it's fine. I guess he's just trying to figure out who I am. Like, you really, talk about you me. probably thought you were like a little test dummy. Yeah, I was like, man, we're just talking, yeah, you know. I'll, I'll, you, me you're, and you're Willie. Guinea, you're the guinea pig. I was like, man, me and Willie chopping it up. <laughs> you know, we're just chopping it up. You you're know, the guinea We're pig. the boys hanging out, you know. <laughs> and like Christian and Kaylee are sitting in the corners. They like come in there a little bit later. And like, these dudes got notebooks and they're like writing notes down. I'm like. All right, what's kind of going on in here? And they're like writing stuff down, and he just keep like he doesn't get off me. Like we're like for an hour straight, he's just like grilling me. And then I'm like, all right, this is kind of weird because like we either hadn't started the Bible study yet, or we're having a long uh, preview to the Bible study. Yeah, this was the vetting process. You and Bella started dating. You needed, yeah, you needed to be vetted. Yeah, so he was like previewing. I thought I was getting a whole preview. This is how I got into the Bible study. This was like pre-rex. It was like, yeah. he's like, and also yeah. he's going crazy on the whiteboard. Like yeah. he's writing down all this stuff. And it gets to the end of him asking me all these questions. And I'm pretty much like, he's like, so do you think you're saved? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think so, man. Honestly, I think I'm like, uh, like no, think- best way to put it, I, I think I'm going to hell if I die right now. <laughs> he really got me in there. Like, I'm like, dude, this is terrible. I need to. Fix my life. I think I thought 
I thought you ended it with being like, I think I'm good. I, I, I thought it was, it was something because we made funny for a while. Cause we were like, cause I knew that you were coming in there to like, hopefully have a life change. Yeah, for sure. But then you came in there just thinking that you were like, just coming for a little nonchalant you know, Bible study. Let's come and get a little tune up, you know? Yeah, and yeah. I, and I, I went out of there saying I'm good, but also in the back of my mind, like. You needed some encouragement. Yeah, I, I was coming in there to get a tune up, and I was like, wait, wait, wait. I might not be living right. Like, I, I might, like, I was like, man, there's something different, like, about yeah. what he said. Like, this really kind of, like, yeah. hit me hard. And yeah. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I got to figure so this out. So after that moment, because I know that, because Trey, your, your, your brother Trace cuts hair. So Trace is my barber. And I remember me and him having conversations about that because. You know, he had been praying for you for a while, and then after you had that Bible study moment, kind of what was the what what was the time frame and kind of what was your journey, so to speak, from like post that to like when you got baptized at camp? Like, what happened in that in that span of time? Uh, I, I don't know. I feel it, I really feel like in that Bible study, like God, like the Holy Spirit through Willie and y'all put me in that situation I was in, really kind of like convicted me. Yeah. of like the way I was living and the things I was doing, whether or not it was, I was doing super bad things, but also like you cannot do super bad things and still not be saved. Not saying I never did super bad things, but I'm saying like, I felt convicted of just not being in the word or just living the same life that I was living before. Yeah. But let's just say like not doing so bad things. Like, oh, I can follow God, say I follow God, but I'm not like, drinking or smoking or all these types of things that come with all that i was like oh if i stop all that i'm good yeah like, no matter if i'm like reading my word praying or just like being spiritually involved with jesus like in any type of way like if yeah. i go to church and i say i love the lord and i know the yeah. lord but then i don't do anything like, i'm good yeah but that really convicted me the, the man if i'm not like digging deep into that then also my spirit my spirituality with God is like dead. It's not alive. Yeah, like it's not for living sure. at all. Yeah. Well, because even the Bible takes it even a step further. You know, like we, we look at things like that. And even the scripture on, um, you know, on lust, when it's like you haven't committed adultery, but even if you've looked at a woman lust, yep. you've committed adultery in your heart. Yeah, so like, sure. even though it's not this outer, like, you know, you're doing these quote unquote bad things, but even if, you know, if, if your inner self is filled with yeah. lust and with greed and with sin, yeah. like... Yeah. That's at some point that's going to get exposed, you For know. Sure. So like, yeah. we're not saved by works; we're saved by grace. But at the same time, through this belief, works do come out of that. You yeah, know, fruit sure. is um, just like an apple tree or an orange tree produces their produces apples and oranges. As a believer, we produce the fruits of the spirit, which yeah. are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, sure. gentleness, faithfulness, and self control. All those things. But then the flip side of that, which is what me and you were living post that, yeah, sexual morality, impurity, debauchery. Yeah. Yeah. Wickedness, or, or, or not wickedness, but envy, jealousy, fits of I rage. Mean, pretty much wicked. Pretty much wickedness. <laughs> I mean, it all kind of falls under the umbrella of wickedness. But yeah, there's this moment of like you're confronted with like light and darkness, you know? Yeah. And it's like, what am I going to do? Because clearly the way I'm living now, it's not fulfilling. Yeah. I say I'm a Christian, but I'm doing these terrible things. Yeah. It Truly, the way y'all set that up and did that, it, it was no like condemnation in it. Yeah. Like in that, yeah. it truly was like, here's all this information I have. Here's all these scriptures. And he like gave them to me to where I could apply them like in my head mentally, like yeah. and spiritually into my life in that moment where I was sitting. And it really just like made my insides ponder. Like yeah. I was just really thinking like, sure. like 
man, if what he's saying is true, and like yeah. you know how I, Willie is and how he is, like his uh-huh. way when he's evangelizing, he doesn't want to say anything opinionated. He wants to like give you the scripture and let like the Holy Spirit like feed like to you, like feed whatever he's given, yeah. like through God, like give it to you, and then like you kind of like chew on it for a second. And I felt like the way he gave it to me, he made me, and like me growing up in church and like knowing what the Lord was before I walked away, I just felt like, man, I was chewing on what he was saying. And I was like, like, I kind of had like a good taste from what he was giving me, but a yeah. bad taste of like my insides and like what I was, had like harboring, I guess you could yeah, say. Sure. Way. Yeah, and I, and I even think we had similar mindsets, even the idea of like, you know, we can read this book and do all these things. But at the end of the day, if our, mindset is i just need to get in church yeah then like you're truly not gonna i mean i don't know i feel like you might not truly have that just relationship that we that we desperately need you know we can be in church forever but not truly know who god is yeah i feel like to where i'm at in my life i've got like plugged into like youth group when i was younger or something but i've never like truly like I wish me and Bella talked about this too as well, or and I talked about this with my mentor, Chad yeah. Creel, like plugging into church. Yeah. Like there's a difference in going to church and then plugging into church, like being connected to a like certain group of church. 100%. And like serving, whether yeah. it's serving like people in the nursery or the kids yeah. or evangelizing or being in a small group, it really like changes the dynamic. Yeah. Because also for me, sometimes I just want to go to church. I want to get in and get out. I don't really want to talk yeah. to anybody. Like, I feel like that's how I'm flesh. Church. Yeah, like I want to go to church, you know, get my little yeah, Jesus. Get my little Jesus in. in yeah, I don't want to talk to 10 people or whatever and then get out. Yeah. But I feel like you're held accountable yeah. when you actually go to church. You know the people. You're plugged into a certain group or whatever, and people check on you. Like, not I'm not saying always, like, spirit checking you, but just checking you, you know, like, yeah, have sure. you seen if you've been in church, how you've been doing, what you've been doing. Yeah, for sure. People just invested into your life at church, I think is a very good thing. And I yeah. think you don't get that until you plug into yeah. church. Yeah, because it, it, and because like I said, that's a good byproduct, you know. Yeah. There truly does have to be a heart change before you fully experience that community. I feel. Yeah, for sure. Even, I've told you the story when I was a senior in high school, where I was going to the to this church youth retreat camp. Um, on the bus, on the church bus going there, I was watching American Pie on my phone. Like, that's where I, that was my mindset. You know, the first night we were worshiping, I was in the back, people were raising their hands and I was like making fun of them during worship. Like, I was like, like like laughing. I was like, yeah, for sure. Look at these kids. But then it was like, I still didn't get it in that moment. You know, it was still a year later where God actually radically changed me in the sense of like, you've been doing all this for 18, 19 years of your life. For sure. And but yet you don't know me, yeah, you know. For sure. And there was this moment of like, I just want to abandon yeah. that me that that I used to go to church and used to try to do good things, but I was still yeah. super wicked and sinful. Yeah. Um, to where now I'm like, okay, that me is dead. How can I walk in this newness of life that the Bible talks about? For sure. And like to bounce off that, I think also we hold the reins of how deep we get to go. Yeah. You know, because, like, you can say, God, come, like, permeate me and, like, be, like, fully in me and everything and change my life and do all these things. But if I don't take the reins and, like, get in my word or surround myself with, like, people that are, like, lifting each other up, you know, actively, let's say, evangelizing to people or just loving on people or serving God, like, yeah, nothing's going to change in your life. You're going to 
kind of be in the same spot. And I feel like that's another thing that kind of like changed from that situation. I was like, I have to fill myself up with things of God yeah. to like actually for to allow God to change because sure. I can pray all day and say, God change me. But if I'm like, yeah. like you're saying, if I'm watching American Pie yeah. during the church service or whatever that is, or if I'm, you know, messing around while while I'm in a Bible study or whatever that is, whatever yeah. where you're getting fed, if you're not fully focused in leaning into whatever God's yeah. trying to give to you in that moment. Yeah. You're not going to receive it for sure because you got to lean in for sure. No matter what, whatever that looks like, wherever that's at. For sure. And I feel like, for me, the ultimate baseline of whether or not you want to call it salvation or like you know, like inner work, the idea of that being conviction. You know, yeah. if there's these sinful things that I can do, like these impulses that I can yeah. have, yeah. And if there's no like check in my spirit, or if there's no maybe I shouldn't do that, yeah. and if, if there's no conviction, then it's like okay, what is this thing that I'm saying I believe in? Yeah. But if I can have this thought or this impulse or I can do this thing and it's like, if there's guilt, I don't want to say shame, but if there's yeah. this sense of like, I know that's not the right thing, yeah. I'm going to repent of that. Yeah. To me, conviction is just a marker of like, I know that I'm following Jesus. Yeah, like the Holy Spirit. Yes, yeah, the Holy Spirit. Because sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. now if I'm watching American Pie on the way to church with my wife and daughter, yeah. That's a huge red flag. Like yeah. I would never do that now. For sure. Not and, and not because like it's a work, but because I'm not gonna fill my mind with something sexually perverse yeah, and yeah, bad. Yeah, and just put your yourself in that headspace. Yes, like yeah. I'm not gonna do that because yeah. that's that's that that's the old me. This is this is the new me and like there's like and it's, and it's not super legalistic, you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. But no. it's it's like you know internally. Yeah, you know. You, like, like everyone like, has their own things, man. Yeah, like, like everyone has their limitations. Yeah, like, like I feel the same way. Like just music in general. Like you can listen to whatever you want to, but yeah. I feel like if you get to a certain place, you know, fall on the Lord, and just with yourself, there's just certain things you can't listen to the same anymore. Like there's a lot of songs sure. I used to love that, like when I truly started like fall on the Lord, I was like. None of this like applies yeah. to my life or like really brings any fruit to me. So it's for like sure. I kind of have to step away, even though how, no matter how good it sounds oh, or whatever, for sure. you know, I just no, there's some away. songs I used to love, and now even if I even if I go try to find like the clean version, I'm still like, no, that's, it's, it's just it still isn't it. Like, oh, I'm out here. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, uh, yeah. or things you can like, or things you watch, you know, like for yeah. me, I can't do. Horror, like, horror movies scare the crap. Oh, dude, you know, I, I, don't, I don't do that stuff. No, dude, or any kind of like. Just, just I was that guy in the horror. Oh, movie for sure. Or any kind of movie that has any sexual or you know nude innuendos, whatever. I just I can't I can't go there. Like one, I can't go there, and that's just so weird. It's with just your, so with weird with your wife too. Yes. It's just so. It's just like no. But then again, people have their own things, and you know, follow whatever you want. But yeah. you have to know for you what those things are. Yeah. Then even in First Corinthians six verse twelve, you know, Paul says everything is lawful for me, but not everything is beneficial. So even that idea of like. For different people, yeah, there's different things that you struggle with, that you don't struggle with. You have to listen to your own spirit and your own convictions. Different strokes for different folks, man. Different strokes for different That's folks. What they say, I guess it really applies right there. For sure. You know. So you've been married for almost a year now. Yep, this Sunday. To Bella. To Bella. What has been one of the biggest things that you've learned since since getting married and what do you feel like you've grown in the most since taking that step? Um... I'd say the biggest thing I probably learned is like, I think I heard you talk about this on your podcast the other day, but just, uh, I think as much as I don't 
like want to say this, I, I feel like it does apply because it seems very basic, but just like selfish. Like you just realize how like one way track mind, just like baseball, like you realize how one way tracked you are, just everything about yourself yeah. first. And then once you get married, you kind of see how your actions play out in another person's life from their different perspective. Because me and Bella have things in common, but we're definitely not the same, definitely not wired the same. For sure. And so I've, in this past year, I've realized that and like, Things that I do that I don't ever think about can make her mad. For sure. And, you know, same thing with her. Yeah. And so just learning to communicate my train of thought and, like, what I'm doing yeah. in a way that she can understand and also coming to a conclusion of how we can solve that problem. Yeah. I guess, like, learning that in the first sure. year. And I think another thing I've grown a lot in is I know probably a lot of you men on here are going to relate with this, but... I think you do a really good job at it just from me looking into your life, but affirming my wife and like yeah. encouraging her. Yeah. I think as a man, how I was raised was like, you know, be tough, you know. Yeah. Don't like really just not encouraging. I was not grown up yeah. in like a very encouraging obviously your dad said my dad said good job and stuff, but I was never really taught to like, you know, pat yeah. the next person on the back, you know, yeah. all, like off the field. Like yeah. and so learning with Bellish, her love language is affirmation like number one yeah. and so i'm just truly still learning i'm definitely not the best and i mess yeah, up all the sure. time but like learning to encourage her and and also putting my feelings yeah and emotions into words for sure. super hard i feel like for a lot of guys i don't know oh, y'all sure. can like let us know but for me it's super hard to for like sure. put my emotions into words even whether i'm happy mad angry or mellow yeah. like the other day i was feeling really mellow and like really kind of like I wouldn't say exactly sad, but like I was just in a weird headspace and talking to Bella. I've never done this before or in a long time I've never done this, but yeah. I like kind of just opened up to Bella and it felt really weird, but it also I think helped me recover from that mellowness or whatever. And I was just telling her, I was like, hey, babe, I don't know why today I'm feeling like thrown off in a sense, yeah. kind of mellow. Yeah. I don't know why. Like I wouldn't say I'm exactly sad or anything that we're doing is making me upset, but I'm just like in a weird headspace yeah. and just learning to like, say yeah. those things and speak those out because once sure. you speak it out it's like there for sure in the same way in that way and also just like telling her not just that like this is her key thing take tips guys if you fall in love with a girl that does affirmation but like just telling her how she feels not just like you're beautiful but yeah. like telling her how she makes you feel that only you would know that's yeah. what she says to me a lot sure. of the time yeah. you know just yeah, a personal nice. affirmation yeah because even like men's basic desire is to be respected, you know, for and sure. women's is to be loved. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, because even like what you said with selfishness, it's, there's so, I feel like people who, who aren't married yet that are maybe stepping into it, there are so many different aspects of selfishness. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, I'm selfish. They can be selfish with your time, with your, exactly. with your attitudes, with all, like, there's, there's so, so many things that yeah. fall under that category. Exactly. I would say it's multiple categories yes. of selfishness. Like you can be selfish in... Your work, putting oh, your sure. work above. You could be selfish yeah. in giving your time to somebody yeah. else. You could be selfish in just whatever takes up your time. You could literally be selfish in watching YouTube if, like, you're yeah. spending so much time, like, watching YouTube or on social media. Like, For any sure. of those things you can be selfish in, whether it's a literal physical thing, yeah. mental, mental thing, or sp you can be selfish spiritually, too. Like, yeah. not sharing the goodness that God's given you to them. Yeah. Whether it's grace, respect, or, yeah. like, prayer or anything. Like, yeah. you can be selfish in yeah. tons of different ways. Even what you were saying about words of affirmation. Sadie called me one day last week, and we were talking for a little bit, and then she was like, oh, my gosh, I gotta tell you the, like, the 
some awesome news. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, okay. And then she starts talking and she's like, the New York Times called and wants to do this article on, yeah. on all this stuff. And I had zoned completely out. Yeah. I, was, I was scrolling on Instagram. And she told me this. It was like huge news. Yeah. Like, so and I said, news. yep. Like after she said everything, I said, yep. And she was like, what? I was like, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I just actually caught nothing of what you said. And she was like, not that she was like mad at me, but she was just like disappointed. Because she was so excited. She was so excited. Yeah. And I literally, res- I said, yep. Yeah, you just and I just it. completely zoned out. That's like I was literally just scrolling yeah. on Instagram, and I was so mad at myself. Yeah, I was like, because then when you know when you get married, there's different ways. You know, I can let that super frustrate me, or I can beat myself up and just pout, or I can be like, I can take ownership. You know, there's so many different responses yeah. that you can have. And I feel like the quickest way to recover from a situation like that, as sucky as it sounds, oh, is yeah. like, like prideful as us men are like yeah. the best way to do it is just to own yeah. it man because like you cannot own it and it can take let's just say an hour to two hours yeah. to try and recover whatever that thing you did whether you said something wrong or like you didn't listen yeah. so like you just kind of like took the joy out of their spirit yeah. like she yeah. just poured her heart out of you on something that happened in her life yeah. and you were just like i feel like such a jack yep. wagon yeah and i feel like for you too like recovering in that situation like if you take ownership even yeah. though it's not going to be fixed instantly because yeah. you take ownership, it's all out there. It's you. Yeah. It's raw. It's there. Like, man, I'm sorry, babe. Like, yeah. I really didn't, like, pay attention to you. And I know that really sucks. And that for sure. sucks for me, too. But I'm here to listen again yeah. and try to, let's just say, refocus or repair the situation as in for just sure. telling me again, even though they're probably not going to be as excited. But just to take it in and, like, really – just lean into whatever they're trying to tell you and focus yeah. on them. You know? And you wouldn't even think that you can be selfish in that. Yeah. But it, let's say I get home and then she's playing with honey. She's happy. Yeah. I can be like, oh, she's not still thinking about that. Yeah. So I'm just going to neglect that conversation because I'm wanting to be selfish and like not have this argument or not confess like, hey, I screwed up. Yeah. So I'm just going to be selfish and not have this conversation that I know that hurt you earlier. Yeah. But because I'm, I want everything just to look perfect, Yeah. I'm not going to do that even though – Deep down, she might still be hurt by that, and she wouldn't tell you. And she wouldn't she, tell you unless I take initiative. Exactly. So it's even selfish like that. It's not just or hey, you didn't call me back yeah. or you didn't pick up your towel. For it's sure. like no, I'm being selfish with my own with my own emotions because I don't want to have this conflict. Yeah, and then it's and if you don't like address that, then it's like that week later or the two oh, nights yeah. later at twelve a.m. and she's like, and you're like asleep and she's like hey babe like yeah. can we talk and yeah. you're like love keeps sure. no record of wrong. yeah you're like sure babe and like yeah. you kind of wake up and then she goes into this whole spill about a situation you could have yeah. dealt with like earlier and then you're just like for bro. sure and then you stay up to 2 a.m yeah. trying to trying to fix a problem you could have took ownership for right then yeah. and there or just like talked about it at a later time yeah. and actually dealt with it instead of having to deal with it let's yeah. say days later yeah. you know? there's so much growth that you see yourself when you get married i mean it's it, it's it's crazy it's an ongoing process you know like you learn new things every day yeah. and you lo- i think for me like as a single man i feel like i looked up to people and like wanted to be like people let's say or just take notes and just aspire to be like but i feel like once you get married you re- it really changes like yeah. when you fought like when you find like my mentor chat real like when you see somebody that's like laying down their life for their wife and like really serving 
and yeah. doing the things that you aspire to do for your wife, I think really changes perspective. And like seeing you love Sadie and affirm Sadie in the ways that you do, yeah. like really encourages me to be like, okay, one, the thoughts of me thinking it's weird to affirm my wife or encourage, cause that's really what it is at the end of the day. It's not normal. And it's sometimes making me feel weird. Like, but seeing other men do that, yeah, like really encourages me. And I think all that to say is like, once you get married, I feel like you gain a new perspective. <laughs> and really like can learn and see people for kind of who they are and see yourself for who you are yeah. too as well. It's such it's such a sanctifying process. Like yeah. you just get thrown into it. Yeah. And it's like, there's no, like you can go to premarital counseling oh, and sure. premarital counseling is awesome. You for should sure. go to premarital counseling. It really blessed our relationship, but. Uh, prim- yeah, premarital the, counseling is huge. Yeah. Like sure. it's a need for sure. Like it changed our life. I never cried in front of Bella until premarital counseling. Yeah. And I cried more than her. I yeah. cried like a little baby. Well, me and Sadie did long distance for like a year and a half. Right. Yeah. yeah. They did long distance. Yeah. Long distance. Engaged basically long distance. Yeah. Got married. Yeah. So now we're together. Yep. And then COVID. Yep. So now we're like really together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, it was such a, like a, such a, and, and, and we struggled for a bit at the beginning just with communicationally, you know, yeah. because we'd gone from having a certain way that we did relationships to now being in a confined space. We can't leave, we can't yeah. travel. And, and a lot of our relationship was built on traveling and we were just together. And yes, it was, it, it, it was tough at times, but we got so close so quick yeah. because we had difficult we had hard conversations we didn't shy away from that yeah i think that people that do shy away from that you know you kind of have less of a foundation of like what your relationship could be if you strengthen one another in the difficult times for sure and like the difference in me and you and sage's relationship like you and sage's relationship deferred to me and bella is like we started dating during quarantine so we were with each other every day yeah you know like we shared our days together yeah and we hung out i think like we only maybe, but until the time we got engaged, we'd maybe not seen each other for like maybe a like a, a week total. Yeah. And just all the days like accumulate. We saw each other every day. Yeah. Which like y'all, y'all are long distance. We were every day and still we gained so much from like premarital counseling, yeah. like things we just didn't know. And like, I don't know, it just, just a blessing at the yeah, end of the day. For sure. So as you well know, you've been a faithful listener of the Four Eight Men podcast. Oh yeah. And I'm oh, very yeah. grateful for that. For sure. You have helped, uh, Bump up our numbers a little bit. Oh, yeah, you I'm, know that. I'm, 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 have, you, have you rated us yet on the podcast? Huh? Have you rated us? No. Nah. I'll rate you right now. If you have not rated the Fortnite podcast yet, that would be awesome. Go rate it. But only if you have something nice to say, you know? Like, don't give me a one star for, for me saying like or for me saying... Uh, uh, y'all know y'all say like. Y'all yes, y'all, y'all all say like. Or, y'all all say like. Or Maybe say, not as much as us, but Or say you, you know. Like. Yeah. It, or uh. Or yeah, um. Or whatever. So... I'm very grateful for you. Uh, leave a a, uh, a good review. Um, that would mean a lot to me. So back to the podcast. Where I was going with that, I was going to say you have been a a, a, a um, faithful listener. Yeah. So you have also known that we do a physical challenge and a yeah, spiritual yeah. challenge. Yeah. So with that, what do you have? Which one do you want me to start with, physical or spiritual? Start with spiritual. It's more important. Uh, spiritual. So this is honestly based off personally what I want to start doing. I haven't honestly got around to it, but today I think I'm going to start it. So I've been really encouraged lately to start journaling. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't done it yet, and I'm not talking about pages of journaling, but I think my spiritual challenge to everybody is whether it's in the morning when or at night or whenever you can get in, I think everybody can write down a verse, whatever one that is. It can literally be, if you have the Bible app, you can literally write down the verse 
of the day, write it down on a piece of paper. I think when you write stuff down, it gives you a different perspective of yeah. it than just thinking of it in your head. And also like jotting down how you feel in that moment. Yeah. And then just like kind of just chewing on that for whatever that yeah. is, like for the day. I think each day, like just writing down a scripture, writing how you feel in that moment and just like kind of like you can pray about it and ask God like, are my feelings, how are my feelings are like, why are they this way and how do they line up with your word? And then also how does this scripture apply to my yeah. life today? Sweet. And it could be like one little thing. It doesn't have to be some super spiritual, like over the top thing. It can be like, God just wants you to know, uh, love people better or serve people better or, ooh, this is this thing in my life I need to kind of tweak up a little bit, whatever that looks like. Yeah. I just think it's something easy you can do. And I think also mentally, and spiritually, it'll give you kind of a breath of fresh air. Cool. You know, I think that's physical thing. Physical. Uh, this is gonna go into my running thing, and I think please for, don't please don't say run a few miles or something. No, it's only one mile. But my whole spiritual—I mean, not spiritual—said that wrong. Physical thing, I think, is what I want to do. Is I think we should you should do four sets of four hundred meters, or you can run a mile if you don't have access to like a length distance, like a track. A track yeah. You can just like run a mile, and you do. I want you to do four sets of 400 meters because that is a mile. Yeah. And then with that, do four four sets of 10 pull-ups and four sets of 25 push-ups. Okay. And so I mean, you can scale that so to- after 400 meters, do 10 pull-ups, 25 push-ups? Yeah, like the, the big base, if you could do it perfectly how I'd want you to do it, was run 400 meters, do 10 pull-ups, do 25 push-ups, and cool. then run another 400 meters, cool. 10 push-ups. Yeah. Or 25 cool. push-ups and 10 pull-ups. Yeah, and that doesn't have to be for time. I mean, you know, if, no, you, if you have to scale that- you can do push-ups on your knees or you can walk 400 meters or you can do uh, kipping pull-ups or something. Yeah. For me, honestly, I think kipping pull-ups are more difficult than rip pull-ups. So scale it however you want to do it. Yeah. If you um, do kipping pull-ups, you're going to rip your hands if you don't do pull-ups all the time, just FYI. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can scale that whoever, however you want to scale it. Well, so sweet. So journaling and then four 400 meters, 10 pull-ups, 25 push-ups. Yeah, I think I think that's good. You Dude, know? That's great. I love that. I think it's just something simple anybody can get to do. You don't need weights or anything. Obviously, if you don't have a pull-up bar, like go find a tree or something and just grab on that branch. Make sure it can hold you. <laughs> you scale it however you want to scale it. If you don't yeah. do pull-ups, you can do air squats or yeah, you know, just get out there, or do something. Run four hundred meters four times or a mile, and just do some body weight stuff and just you know, yeah. Hey, right before you do it, do yeah, do sit-ups. But hey, yeah. right before you could do it, you could also write the Bible verse there you go. and write your little uh however you're yeah. feeling and like for me that's another reason why i like running you get to meditate on a lot of things whatever's going on in your mind like i have a lot of thoughts that come to my mind while i run whether good or bad or you know just things that i need to reflect on from my day or for the yeah. future so i think that's something the good thing i like about running you great. can just great reflect on a lot of things well thanks for joining us for another episode i hope you uh learned something i hope that you were encouraged and inspired and also challenged me and jacob have um yeah, we've also walked um, the wide gate, and now we're walking on the narrow gate. You know, we used to be yeah. super sinful, but now we sure. um, are in the spirit, and we're trying to walk out a life surrendered to Christ. It's not the easiest thing, but it's far better than yeah. than living super worldly with uh, sure. pleasures that are that are fleeting, with things that only last, that are temporal. So, hope you enjoy this episode, Jacob. I love you, buddy. Thanks for, for sure. joining me today. This was love great. You too, bro. Thanks for having me on. <laughs>